Hi, this is Michael Dorn, Lieutenant Commander Worf from Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Trek FM. Hailing frequencies open, you've tapped in to Trek FM's Hyper Channel. I'm Luke Weir. Thanks for tuning in to another episode full of Star Trek news. We also have some new information about the United States' plans to go to Mars. We'll talk about that and more coming up. But first, the latest Trek convention destination, Star Trek Europe, took place last weekend when Trek fans from all over the UK and all over Europe came to celebrate the franchise in Birmingham, England. Before the convention opened, a large press conference kicked things off, featuring William Shatner, Greg Grunberg, Chase Masterson, and Vaughn Armstrong, who shared some thoughts about the 50th anniversary. Then, attending cast members from all five Star Trek shows gathered on a replica of the TOS Enterprise bridge set for an iconic group photo. The convention hall had a lot to offer throughout the convention. There were various photo op stations, including TOS and TNG bridge sets, a Klingon bridge, Borg regeneration alcoves, and a TOS transporter pad. The 50 Artists 50 Years Art Exhibit made its European debut at Destination Star Trek Europe, and the Prop and Costume Museum featured some exciting Star Trek artifacts, including weapons, a wide variety of costumes, and even Data's head. There were also fan competitions, including the Red Shirt Fight-Off, where fans competed to have the best death scene after being hit by a Gorn, and the Kirk Aoki, where contestants channeled their favorite characters while singing karaoke. Friday closed out with an opening ceremony hosted by Greg Grunberg, and in case that name isn't ringing a bell, he's an actor who's worked on a lot of projects, and uh, those include two smaller roles in the Kelvin Timeline Star Trek films. He voiced Kirk's stepfather in Star Trek 2009, and he also played Finnegan in Star Trek Beyond. And that uh, ceremony featured a lot of Star Trek cast members and included a notable appearance by Will Wheaton, who told convention goers that this was the only convention he'd be attending this year. And Marina Sirtis closed out the ceremony and she made sure to remind the audience that the next generation's 30th anniversary is coming up next year. On to day two of the convention, when about 10,000 Trekkies filled the convention center, Terry Farrell and Nicole DeBoer hosted a fun conversation and reminisce about Deep Space Nine. Dominic Keating, Connor Trenier, and Von Armstrong came together for an Enterprise panel moderated by Garrett Wong. Greg Grunberg hosted an in-depth conversation with Will Wheaton. There was also an hour-long session with George Takei, and Garrett Wong moderated another Deep Space Nine panel featuring Terry Farrell, Alexander Siddig, Armin Shimmerman, and Max Grodenschick. Also on Saturday, fans gathered to form the world's largest group of people in Star Trek costumes. According to StarTrek.com, this record is still being verified by Guinness World Records, but this is believed to be the largest gathering of costumed fans since the record set at Destination Star Trek London just a few years ago. The previous record was 1,067 people, and the new record is now 1,137. There was also a cosplay competition on Saturday. There was a For the Love of Spock panel, a Star Trek Timelines panel, a discussion with VFX producer Adam Buckner about Deep Space Nine's visual effects, and a panel talking about the vast library of Star Trek books. Day 2 was wrapped up with a special performance of William Shatner's one-man show called Shatner's World and a concert from the Star Trek Rat Pack, which is made up of Armin Shimmerman, Max Grodenschick, Von Armstrong, Jeffrey Combs, and Casey Biggs. But there was even more on day three of Destination Star Trek Europe. Towards the beginning of the day, there was a TNG panel featuring Gates McFadden, Will Wheaton, and Marie DeSertis. Uh, McFadden and Wheaton shared some great moments, and Sirtis shared a story about the moment she found out her character would be leading the first episode of season two. 
Also on Sunday, there was a panel on Star Trek comics, a conversation with William Shatner, and various panels covering the Star Trek films, the legacy of Star Trek, collectibles, the Roddenberry vaults, and the next 50 years of Trek. Walter Koenig took part in multiple panels, one of which he headlined while the other was a two-hander with George Takei, and a well-attended Voyager panel was made up of Robert Duncan McNeil, Martha Hackett, and Garrett Wong. So that was Destination Star Trek Europe. It's the best attended European convention yet, and it sounds like Star Trek fans had a lot of fun there. Some Trekkers in the Babel Conference were sharing their photos and favorite moments from the con. You can see what they were up to by searching for the Babel Conference on Facebook. Up next, here's some rapid-fire news. Paramount announced last week that Star Trek Beyond has been beamed up to the International Space Station for astronauts to enjoy. In case you aren't familiar, astronauts spend months at a time on the ISS working on research and developing technology. So now when they're off the clock, they'll be able to check out the latest film in the franchise that has inspired many to explore the final frontier. William Shatner has lent his support to a Canadian bill that proposes the government amend the Fisheries Act to require all open-net fish farms along Canada's Pacific coastline to shift to closed containment systems. In an ad promoting Bill C-228, Shatner said, quote, Wild salmon are a national treasure, but their future is in jeopardy. They are under threat from sea lice and disease from open-net farming, end quote. If you want to watch that ad, you can find a link to that in the show notes. The Roddenberry Foundation is hosting a million-dollar contest. They want people to submit ideas that, one, put humanity first, two, are feasible and replicable, and three, will strategically alter the status quo. One million dollars worth of awards will be given out, including a $400,000 grand prize and four $150,000 innovation awards. The application deadline is November 16th, and the winners will be announced in January of next year. To find out more about this contest, go to RoddenberryPrize.org. Speaking of Roddenberry, if you haven't been keeping up with the 366 project at the Roddenberry Vault, you definitely should. They're posting a new photo every day celebrating the work of Gene Roddenberry and the 50th anniversary of Star Trek. Some of those behind-the-scenes photos are really interesting, and we'll link to a selection of those in the show notes. In other news related to Star Trek, Google is developing its own AI that will rival Apple's Siri, Amazon's Alexa, and Microsoft's Cortana. It's called Google Assistant, and you can find it in Google's new messaging app, Allo, in Pixel, their new smartphone, and on the Amazon Echo-like device called Google Home. This move is a pretty big deal for Google, who is looking to cement their position among other personal assistant software that's already up on the market. The ship computers seen in Star Trek has been inspirational to leading developers at Google and other tech companies as they seek to continue developing and improving AI. According to Google employees who have been developing this technology for years, the Star Trek computer comparison isn't just a metaphor. They've based some of the functionality of Google Assistant on what we've seen in Star Trek. One particular example they note is that you never saw Captain Kirk pull out a keyboard to get information. It's all speech-based. Google's long-term goal is to evolve from just a search engine that links you to answers to a service that actually gives you answers, which we've seen the beginnings of for a while now. For example, when you search for a notable person's age or height, Google will give you the answer at the top of the search results. Through Google Assistant, this will eventually become more advanced, being able to do things such as book flights and recommend dining options. A Google co-founder once described the perfect search engine as a machine that, quote, understands exactly what you mean and gives you back exactly what you want, end quote. 
The technology is still in its relatively early stages, but great advances are being made, and Google Home is just the latest way Google is seeking to make the computer from Star Trek a reality. There's a lot more information about this that's pretty fascinating if you're a tech nerd like me, so I will be sure to link to those articles in the show notes. Next, let's take a look at space and United States politics. Don't worry, we're not going to get political today here on Hyper Channel, but some notable U.S. political figures have been talking about the future of space travel and even about Star Trek specifically. President Obama shared with Wired what he most enjoyed about the original series. He shared that what resonates with him the most was, quote, a notion of a common humanity and a confidence in our ability to solve problems, end quote. President Obama also wrote an article for CNN recently detailing the United States' role in space exploration. He talked about his commitment to U.S. space programs, some of the notable discoveries NASA has made in the past year, and how the U.S. hopes to lead space exploration in the next few decades. Also, Space News Magazine asked the two major U.S. presidential candidates about their positions on various issues regarding NASA and space exploration. If you want to see where they stand on those issues, or if you want to check out the video featuring President Obama talking about his love for Star Trek, be sure to check those out in our recommended reading and viewing in the show notes. And that is a wrap for today's episode of Hyper Channel. Thanks for listening. I'll be working on getting more episodes out to you soon. Plus, I've been collecting a lot of interesting news about our solar system and the Milky Way. So stay tuned for some jam-packed episodes coming up here in the near future. Be sure to subscribe to Hyper Channel on iTunes or your preferred podcast provider. You can also subscribe to the Trek FM Master Feed, where you can get all of the shows on the network in just one convenient feed. Keep up with me on Instagram and Twitter at CraptasticLuke. You can add me on on Facebook too, just search for Luke Weir. You can follow Trek FM on Twitter and Facebook. You should also join Trek FM's Facebook group, The Babel Conference. It's a secret group that's just for Trek FM listeners, and we have some great Star Trek discussion on there. So just search for The Babel Conference. That's B A B E L. You can support the Trek FM network on Patreon. Go to p a t r e o n dot com slash Trek FM and check out the various levels of support you can choose from. Don't forget all of the articles I sourced for today's episode are in the show notes. I'm Luke Weir. We'll be back soon with another episode of Hyper Channel. Hyper Channel.